Hey, folks, it is Wednesday hump day. We're going to get hump. We're going to get the humping <laughs> or whatever, Chris. I don't know. Uh, party time, Mom, always. Uh, I want to ask you guys a serious question. What are you going to do with your voice? Yes, your voice. You have a story to tell, and it's a story worth telling. I want to give each one of you permission to stand and deliver. I want you to use your voice. No apologies, no walking on eggshells. One of the biggest things I appreciate about you, about this audience, is that you're unapologetic. You say what's on your heart. I read the comments. I see what you say. I appreciate that. But now more than ever, I need you guys to speak up. By all appearances, we are under attack from our own government. We can't speak freely without penalty. We can't ask questions or investigate. We're supposed to keep our heads down and just stay quiet while the elites burn our world to the ground. Listen very closely to what I'm about to tell you, okay? The world population is 7.9 billion. The mainstream media claims that 6 million people have died from COVID. I just heard that number reported yesterday. That equates to 0.08% of the world population in just two years. And let's be honest, they basically had to murder 90% of those people with ventilators and improper treatment to even reach the 0.08% mark. Now, in that same time span, 20 million people have died from starvation. Now, do you see where the globalist priorities are, where they lie? It's the greatest hoax ever perpetuated perpetuated and pushed on mankind but we aren't allowed to say stuff like that out loud i just did so that means this show's going to get a warning label maybe even get restricted chris <laughs> maybe even get canceled i told you the truth but what's going to happen unapologetic truth gets you in trouble i used my voice i used my platform without fear of big brother labeling me now we all need to do the same thing raise our voices and they're going to say that you're wrong and they're going to label they're going to label you they're going to call you names and i'm telling you it's okay to be wrong sometimes every now and then you can be wrong while you're speaking and using your voice if we were going to be 100 percent correct on everything we analyze and communicate then we if, if that's what we were expecting we'd never say a damn word and that goes for everybody the communication of ideas verbally is the only way we can get those ideas from one brain into another. If we are so mentally weak that we can't listen to the ideas and opinions of others and form your own hypothesis and draw your own conclusions, then we're doomed to the dustbin of history. We may as well just give up and let the warlords rule the world. I mean, my God, they already are. Freedom will be revealed as a myth. Ideological goals will be cast down as frivolous pursuits and a waste of time. Somewhere deep in my soul is still that idealist that believes that contrary to what we've read about history, we can be great, but not if we give in to the penitentiary of silence. So folks, use your voice, and I want you to speak up. I want you to welcome to the show, over here in the hot seat, my friend and evil genius, Alex Stein. <laughs> Wow. Look at the cat. No, Chad, that was awesome. And you're so right, guys. We need to be unapologetically ourselves. That's what they don't want. They don't want you to be an individual. They want you to go with the flow. They want you to wear the mask. They don't want you to think. So, Chad, what you just said is brilliant because, uh, and I don't want to get all low vibrational, even though I'm an evil villain. My mom got COVID, went to the hospital, was given remdesivir without, you know, we told them not to, and she's dead. She died six days later. Gosh. So, what I'm saying is these numbers, you're, you're so right. It was never about the flu. It was never, that's not what's causing all these problems. There's only so much we can say on the internet without getting striked, exactly what you said. But I'm telling you, what we're going through, the 100,000 overdose deaths, they don't talk about that. No. The homelessness problem, they don't talk about that. All they want to do is talk about the flu. And then now you see with Ukraine, all we're talking about is Ukraine. So guys, what they do is they use these uh, uh, tragedies 
for their benefit. And that's what's happening right now. We are literally in the, the great reset. And it's it's actually sad that people now when they're they're lifting the restrictions aren't even crying about it. We're just, oh, no big deal. Let's talk about Ukraine. So we need to be yelling at our politicians, yelling at our leaders because they, they screwed our lives up the last two years and they're never gonna stop in my opinion. They're gonna just go on to the next tragedy. And I, I love the fact that one, well, let's unpack a lot that's going on right here. This is the first time we've ever had a cat on set. Let me say that. It took us having an evil mastermind, evil genius. You are our GOP operative, uh, as as Dallas County Judge Clay Jenkins referred to you in the media. Uh, so, of course, you had to add the eye patch. You, you're like an evil Dan Crenshaw. Well, Dan Crenshaw is pretty evil at he, this point. He's kind of a globalist, and I think they all are. I mean, sadly, that's the problem is our, our country is being run by multinational corporations, Chad. So these corporations, what they do is they want to actually uh, tear down America to get global power, to get global benefits. So what they do is they get guys like Dan Crenshaw, and they pump up their political action committees with money, and they can buy and sell these politicians just yep. like the toilet paper that we fight over at Walmart before the next pandemic. So yep. these politicians... Politicians, they they TT and PP on us all day and tell us it's raining, whether it's on the right side or left side. <laughs> TT or PP. I like that. I like that. I, I don't know which side is TT and which side is PP, but it's the same result. You're still getting pissed on. Uh, I mean, and that's the way it works. You, uh, you've done some trolling yourself, and I love that you've used your voice and you've built a platform by doing that. You're, you're holding these guys accountable. Whether it is Clay Jenkins, which again, if you guys aren't aren't familiar with Dallas politics or even Texas politics, this dude is a, a burr in the saddle. He really is. Well, well, the one thing we call that Clay Jenkins is is that's not his real last name, Clay Jenkins. Uh, that was his stepfather's name, which is fine. A lot of people take their stepdad's name. I don't want to make fun of him for that. But the thing is, <laughs> he you know he's a, a county judge. He's you know literally basically more powerful than the mayor. He's the one that mandated masks, even though the whole state you know was. A, didn't didn't necessarily agree with him, but he was in Dallas County suing Abbott. I mean, he's the biggest thorn in the side of you know the conservative wing. Yeah. He considers himself such a Democrat. But this is the problem: is the guy got arrested multiple times, and in college he went inside and stole women's panties uh, from oh. their dorm room. Which if people say, "Oh yeah, that's just a college prank." Well, usually you don't go get arrested for it and go to jail. So right. it kind of it kind of went a little bit past college prank, but. This is the thing. We have to call out these elected leaders because it's all hypocrisy. Every single one of them is a hypocrite. Uh, you know, they smile in our face and stab us in the back. And Clay Jenkins, and and he's just a represent. He's just a microcosm of even the bigger and more uh, powerful politicians that do it to us on a daily basis. Now you've you've trolled Robert Francis O'Rourke, Beto. Gotta, gotta love Pendejo. I mean Beto. <laughs> so I, you know, I didn't talk about this on this show the other day, but um, Sarah Gonzalez, News and Why It Mattered, our good friend Sarah, she texted me over the weekend, and first of all, she sent me a picture of her standing next to O'Rourke, mm -hmm. right, Robert and it, Francis, and it gave me a visceral reaction. Like here's here's a woman that I who's my best friend in the world. I love her dearly, and she was not happy. You can see her on her face, not happy to be there, but she did it. She's taking a picture with this dude, and it, it did. It caused a gut-level, visceral, deep-in-my-soul reaction of just, ugh, I well, want to vomit. Well, give her a break. Sarah Gonzalez, like you said, she's one of the most sweet and most beautiful people inside and out. I'm just saying, I just want this isn't to kiss Sarah Gonzalez's butt, but she's, like, actually, her personality, <laughs> I swear, is actually, she's a genuine. Yeah. I, mean, I love women, but I'm saying a lot of women don't have the brains, the, the way to articulate, and just, just everything about her is great. So she's at the Beto rally. I'm actually encouraged her to go with me, and she wants to troll. She wants to troll Beto and ask yeah. him some dumb question or call him out. And they were so physical with her. They knew that she was some sort of, you know, 
yeah. operative. We're all operatives. If you don't like Beta O'Rourke, you're right. an operative. And so they treated her, a, a woman with a ton of respect. They grabbed her phone. They had a cop escort her out. And what they do is they weaponize the police against the people. And this is just a small example. What happened there is what's going to happen in the future. The people that say defund the police are the first people that have private security with guns, and they want to take away your guns. So that is, like I said, just an example of the future if the fake Hispanic Beto O'Rourke wins the yeah. governor race. So, they, so the fake Hispanic <laughs> Beto had his people, had his whatever, his cops that were there. They manhandled a real Hispanic, Sarah <laughs> Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah. Almost pushed her over some stairs. <laughs> And dragged her out of there by her arm, and, yeah. and and now she's got the body cam footage. So they're gonna have they're not gonna have a pretty picture because that body cam footage is gonna look weird. It's yeah. gonna look unusual. I mean, it's gonna look like they're using. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to go so far as to say excessive force, but definitely unnecessary force. Unnecessary. I mean, she wasn't hurt, um, but she was grabbed and she was not committing a crime. So it really was unnecessary the way they treated well, her. Well, you know, and when I was running in my campaign, I mean, people. That's the thing about you do these political rallies. There's always people people that are live streaming mm -hmm. the deal. I mean, you'll look out in the audience of people that are sitting there and you'll see a dozen phones that people are just sitting there for an hour and holding those things up. It's not unusual, but why, why was it such so taboo with, this deal. Well, it's a standard operating procedure. I mean, if you're at a concert anywhere, people are, you know, a rally, right. people are going to have their phones out. But I'm saying this is what I'm trying to, the point, I guess the message we got to get across is that Beto is so micromanaged. You can't even take a picture with your own phone with him. You can't even have a yeah. phone near him because they're so worried about the optics, about getting trolled because he's so unliked. As a matter of fact, I had to sign up as a volunteer to even get the address of the place <laughs> because he doesn't post it on his social media. He doesn't right. publicly post this thing because they're so afraid of that, what they call opposition research or opposition or what excuse me op GOP operatives they're so afraid of that because they know the majority of the people don't even like the guy yeah um, so it's really just they're trying to control the narrative by getting people like Sarah Gonzalez and kicking her out because they they're too afraid of having a conversation of having a debate of speaking with the other side and that's probably the biggest problem is that we're so divided right now they got us worrying you know splitting us down the middle that we will never actually go after the evil people that are you know the social engineers that are dividing us yeah and you bring up a good point because they'll basically and this is what we're going to see we've already seen it whether we realize it or not but these are media campaigns Mm -hmm. These are media campaigns. Yep. So so they're running these campaigns. They're running for office. These are not accessible people. These these are big globalist elite level people that they're running it through the lens of media interpretation. So these aren't the Lincoln Douglas debates where they get up on a stump and go at each other. Right. And everybody in town could show up and see it. Everything's got to pass through a filtering system. And nothing can get to those guys. Well, they give this an impression that it's a town hall and that you can ask questions. Yet Sarah tried to ask questions. We had four or five people that tried to ask questions. They pick all the people. Yeah. You know, they're going to ask questions. But this is the point we got to make is what's happening now is is similar to 9-11. We're having a controlled demolition of our country right now. They are literally destroying our country in order to benefit themselves because people that are watching this, you might not know what a globalist is, guys. But a globalist cares about the world. They care about the World Economic Forum. They care about the border in Ukraine more than they care about the border in in Del Rio, in Texas, and that's really what's sad because we're in Texas, and you got Kamala Harris going to Poland, they're going to do something in Poland, go to the border. <laughs> There's cheap fentanyl. I had one of my best friends died of a fentanyl drug overdose. Where do you think that came from? Right. That came from the border, and they won't even go there, and, and I go outside, and we're in Dallas, Texas. Every day I go to Bachman Lake, and I see a bus drop out. I drop off people all the time in their backpack, and they're wearing a mask, and they're nervous. They don't know what to do. 
They are purposely sending as many immigrants as possible, flooding our entire country in order to basically make us the minority. They yeah. want to. They really want to. And, and this is the other sick thing: is America was a melting pot. So I'm actually pro-immigration. I'm not anti-immigration. I don't want to act like I don't want you know people to come over here. But at the same time, as they want to bring everybody here in schools, they say it, in right now teachers they say they cannot describe America as a melting pot. Why? Because they want to keep us divided. And and this is this is the point of that. It, it, it goes back to, Glenn was talking about this, I talk about it all the time, and it comes out of the Bible. It's a story of, of um, a Tower of Babel. Tower of Babel, excuse me. And, and in that, Nimrod wanted to build a tower to the kingdom of heaven to kill God. And what, what God did to stop that, he made everybody speak different languages and you know sep- separated us in different tribes. And what they're trying to do, they're trying to reverse engineer that so we're under one ruler, one currency, Yep. And that is the globalist agenda. And when you look at that, it comes out of uh, Genesis chapter 11, verse 9, and they love to invert the Bible. That's 9-11. So that's my tinfoil crown of the conspiracy castle. I'm just saying they are literally, guys, trying to lump us in a group. So when Chad said at the beginning of the show, be unapologetically yourself, I mean that. He means that. You need to own your life. Do not give it to somebody else. Do not let them control you. Do not worry about the opinion of others. Because um, trust me, nobody's going to like you anyway. I'm saying, you know, if you, if you nobody's going to like you if you just fit in and act like a sheep so be unapologetically yourself yeah. and, I, and i think that's why chad's successful and that when i started doing that that's when i started to notice more yeah, success you you cannot bow down to the mob you cannot bow down to the mob i was running you know again we've got an apparel business and it's patriotic stuff you know we, we the whole brand is built around the word unapologetic we've got a shirt out right now unapologetic freedom you know i ran an ad on facebook with that thing and you know anytime you do that the trolls come out <laughs> because here's the way here's the way that works is Facebook is going to show an ad to people who have shown an interest in your page. So, so the trolls that come to go to conservative pages to troll, and that's their hobby, you're basically telling the Facebook algorithm, this is the, this is the content we're interested in. And so they were coming to my page. Of course, now the ad is going to their page, mm-hmm. and they were just losing their mind. So I ran the same thing again without an ad and just kind of said, the, you know, kind of built a narrative around what the troll experience I'd had for two days. <laughs> And it's like the the thing blew up. It blew up because you guys know that we're being trolled. I mean, we really are in a grand scheme of things. Just to use the word, and I talked about it on yesterday's show, just to talk about things, or Monday's show, just to talk about freedom or patriotism or the Constitution or liberty. or Use those words and they're going to call you an insurrectionist. Oh, of course. They're going to say that you're a traitor. They're going to say that you're narrow-minded, you're bigoted, all of the words. So you know what? They already think you're those things. They're going to call you those things. Just just go ahead, embrace it, toughen up, thick skin, and by God, be a patriot and speak up. That's what people have got to do. Well, Chad, when I first started creating content, and I know you've woken up a lot of people, but really it's hard to wake somebody up because there's a lot of information, there's a lot of stuff going on. So really you have to use either a comedy to kind of make them question the reality or you trigger people. That That's one of the most effective things. So yeah. when you trigger something, that's when it's actually effective. That's when it's actually hitting an emotional response because that's the way we win. That's why Donald Trump won because he won on emotions. So even if you kind of emotionally, like those people, oh, I don't want a shirt that says unapologetic. I'm going to leave a mean comment. Then these people have to look in the mirror and realize, am I, do I really care that this shirt says unapologetic or do I just not like this guy? Right. So what it does is it makes people question their own reality and that's how they wake up. When they realize that they've li- been living under lies, you can tell them, oh, everybody's lying to you. But until they question it for themselves, they're always going to be under that illusion. Yeah, they're going to keep that mask on. Uh, metaphorically as well as <laughs> physically. Uh, we're going to go to a break. But uh, first, 
how are you today? I mean, like, really, uh, I want you to think about it. Take a minute. If you're feeling hyper or tired or annoyed or just meh, you know, it's time to connect with your feelings and start your mental health journey with Headspace. We all say fine when we don't mean it. Fine isn't really an emotion. How many times have you told yourself you're fine when you're really you're really kind of angry or sad or, you, you know, your nerves are going crazy? Headspace is a scientifically proven to help you manage your feelings and your mental health program that, uh, that a recent study proved in just two weeks Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. Whether you want to relieve stress or anxiety, sleep better, or improve your focus, Headspace is your everyday dose of mindfulness for real life. So when you're out there getting trolled online, use Headspace. Uh, it's going to make it easy for to make mindfulness part of your daily life and improve your mental health for the better. Download the Headspace app. Try their mindfulness routine. It takes just a few minutes a day to change your relationship with stress and anxiety. Start feeling better from waking up happier to getting your mind ready for bed. However you're feeling, try Headspace at headspace.com slash chad. Get a month free of their entire mindfulness library uh it's the best headspace offer available so go to headspace.com slash chad that's headspace.com slash chad be right back to first of all before we go any further i have to apologize i got to apologize to my buddy jeff rosenblum i kept saying at the beginning of that thing i kept saying jeff goldblum and we were confusing people they were like the actor (laughs) jeff rosenblum we finally got it right but his book uh exponential is awesome and uh basically i messed it up so i could have an excuse to pull this whiskey back out (laughs) he sent me this uh hill rock rye let's, let's whiskey try this I'm you're not a, you're not a big drinker no, are you? i'm not a big drinker but listen i mean if we're, I mean, we're on in air rome. come on yes when in rome when in you gotta rome. have a little fun when come in on. rome i call this we call this our booster shot this is this is my covid protocol cheers. quite honestly cheers and uh it's a booster shot it this uh tequila has kept me reasonably healthy but uh here, here's the jeff rosenblum his book exponential you need to get it mm-hmm that's not Smooth. bad Ooh, that's nice. That'll it's make it. You know, that keeps you warm on a, on a winter yeah, I night. I know, right? <laughs> it's kind of cold in the studio today. Uh, you were talking about fentanyl and stuff like that. And you, you were telling me during the break about, uh, you know, losing your buddy and a lot of tragedy. I mean, a lot of stuff's gone on. But you, you're right. Um, you know, on the campaign trail, I kept reminding people there towards the end. I said, we, we, we got enough. We confiscated enough fentanyl in the last year at the southern border of America that's enough to kill 2.8 billion people. That's a third of the global community population. Uh, that's a bioweapon from China. Mm-hmm. It's being brought here by the cartels. It's a weapon of mass destruction. But we're, we're talking about Ukraine. That's the border we're more interested in at this point, rather than dealing with the stuff that's going on in our border. Um, and, and you said, you know, you said something that's really been on my heart. It is the orchestrated, you know, downfall and demise of America. They're, they're actually profiting. People who are, quote, leaders, the elected people, the people in Washington, D.C., the bureaucrats as well, they're profiting from our demise. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want a global system. They really do. How are people, how do people need to get involved? How can they feel like they're doing something that's that's impacting some change because again you you went to uh, joe biden was in fort worth yesterday mm-hmm. everybody bitching about the highway being shut down because <laughs> joe biden had to come talk to the va about burn pits 
Yeah, well, because that's the key. And let's just say something: the, the best military in the world doesn't even know how to burn their own poop, guys. Remember that. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, that's what they said might cause cancer. And every single military base, guys, they had what they called burn pits, and they were so close that people were inhaling toxic fumes. They know that. And once again, this is my conspiratorial mindset. They probably put those burn pits close on purpose. I mean, these people yeah. are so sick. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them because the way they treat our veterans, guys. That's all you need to know. Just if you think the federal government wants to treat you good, th- think. Just look as an example of how they treat our veterans when they come back. Do they get treated well? No. And trust me, they're getting treated even better than us, if you can believe that. Yeah. That's something to think about right there. Well, I mean, it really is. It's just like, it's just a kind of a scary example that shows you. And this is another example. We're talking about the, the war in Ukraine. But guys, let's not forget, after 9-11, they told us they had weapons of mass destruction. They said that there was a war on terror and they said a, a 20-year war and they killed over a million Muslims. For what, guys? What? I'm not afraid of a terrorist. I don't think you're afraid of a terrorist. And guys, so now we get out of the war in Afghanistan. All of a sudden, there's now a war in Ukraine. It's very similar to a, everybody needs to go see this movie, Wag the Dog. Yeah. Because what they do is they play on our heartstrings. They play on our emotions. And people right now are so mentally fragile and so mentally uh, in just turmoil that they kind of want to put the Ukraine flag on their their Facebook. They want to find something else because they're even the people that love the mask and love the vaccine. They're tired of it. They're ready for the COVID theater to stop and, and to find the next uh, trauma based mind control thing where they can just constantly uh, be under, you know, oh, I'm so scared of Ukraine. Those poor, those poor people are dying. Blah, 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 blah. Yet our government is a military industrial complex. Our government wants this. They want to sell tanks. They want to sell guns. The, the, the NATO wants all of our planes, all of our fighter jets to go over there. Guys, this is not accidental. This is a controlled demolition of our country in order to benefit the globalist NATO and all of the World Economic Forum, all of the companies that we don't even know that are actually running the world. The, um, the funny thing about that it's not funny it's a sad deal is right now they're talking about oh putin's he's bombing orphanages in ukraine right tomorrow we're gonna have my buddy larry alex taunton back on the show he he has a daughter who's adopted from ukraine or orphanage ukrainian orphanage he's pissed he's mm-hmm. pissed that the narrative is like oh these poor orphanages and stuff he'll tell you the story of how bad the orphanage system in the ukraine is and it's it's horrible and for the mainstream media kind of paint this into some roses and yellow brick road light is absolutely ridiculous now and again he's not a putin apologist but it's also he's going to talk about this media spin that's out there but how do people how do people i mean obviously they don't expect everybody you know we don't expect everybody to go out and be as bold as you or cassidy or or sarah gonzalez or somebody start trolling these guys um but i think people need to be getting involved they need to be using that voice and using whatever platform they've got well, I want to say this. This is a good point. Guys, Chad actually went out there, had the cojones to run for governor. That's not an easy race. That's one of the highest. I mean, it is the highest political position in the state of Texas. And this guy's running for it because why? Because he wants to actually do something about it. He's not just going to talk the talk. He's going to walk the walk. And so in your head, you're like, oh, I can't be effective. I can't do anything. Guys, at every level, you can actually fix the situation. As a matter of fact, the local level is where we need to start. Right. That's where we really need to focus on is talking to our mayors, talking to our city council members. So so they're not doing all of this e-learning, making kids wear masks. All that stuff happens on a local level. So if you don't think that you can make a change, that's what they want you to think. They want you to think you're a loser. They want you to think that, you know, you, you have no effect on society. But guys, once you realize that you do have power, that you are a special human being, 
and that your life matters, you can go and shake up the system just like Chad did, just like I'm trying to do and just like other people are trying to do. You cannot sit and around and be a coward and, and just watch World War III happen in front of your face. You need to go out there and, and actually try to make some change and everybody needs to do it in my opinion. He's single, ladies. I'm single, ready to mingle. And honestly, I'll, I'll be honest, this dating scene is so toxic, Chad. I don't know. I mean, the online dating apps, it's like, man, in this day and age. And the girls are getting freakier. You know, that's a good thing. I'm saying that's a good thing. It's not hard to get laid in this day and age, but it's very easy to get an STD as well. So, I mean, you know, we, it's a, we, we it's a give We all already take. have them. We've yeah, got I mean, them somewhere. They're just dormant. They're lying yeah. there waiting on a blister to pop. Well, I, and that's another thing. It's like they'll just give you, a, they'll give a, a, a two-month-old baby the uh, the hepatitis C vaccine. I mean, it's crazy, you know, because they know they're trying to sexualize our children. And that's another thing thing is the, the masculinization of women and the feminization of men makes it even harder to date in this weird this weird world we're in because so many women are bisexual and so many it's like sexuality is how they target us because I think that's another population control thing they kind of want us all gay or trans it's very yeah. weird it's a very unusual well I I've looked I've looked okay so first of all progressive lefties they're not having they're not going to have babies because mm -hmm. they're gay Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, metaphorically and honestly and nothing's wrong with being gay we love gay people I don't just, care but, you don't gay. Yeah. but they don't reproduce yeah. mm -hmm. so they they have to adopt um or get something implanted somehow um but they so they want to they need to indoctrinate our children 100 percent. right so they use the public school system and all these other things and so let's you know the don't say gay bill or whatever that stupid crap <laughs> is in florida which is just and and i love that you know, Ron DeSantis just kind of dismantled that reporter and said, who we're talking about? We're talking about kindergartners through third grade. It, it, you know, let's call it for what it is. And it doesn't say anywhere in the bill, don't say gay. That was just done by the media. Like we said, the mainstream media, guys, is the biggest enemy of the people. They're going to lie to you, like I said earlier about the weapons of mass destruction. They're going to say, this is an anti-gay bill. You shouldn't be talking to eight-year-olds about sex. An eight-year-old doesn't right. need to know about sex. But they want to put books that have pornographic uh, words in it. I mean, they really want to sexualize our children and demonize our children. And it's you can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want, but I think it's very obvious if you just look with a uh, concerning eye. Well, and, and just 20 years ago, we were starting to see uh, kids starting to hit puberty, especially girls were starting to hit puberty at like seven and eight years old because of the hypersexualization and the sexual pressure that was coming on, that, that the, the age of puberty was actually happening at an earlier age. So I can't imagine what's going on right now. And by the way, you talk about you shouldn't be talking about sex to an eight-year-old. It's not just a teacher. I don't think parents need to be talking to their children about sex. I mean, yeah, teach them about the no-no square. You know, don't touch me there. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's one thing. You can make your kids aware. But, but I mean, again, you don't have the talk uh, with your kid until they're ready to have that talk. Well, it's ridiculous. So one of the videos I had recently that went viral is they had University of North Texas. They had a trans kids rally. Because if you want to transition your sex and you're an adult, go ahead. But a three-year-old, this is Jeff Younger. He's running for Congress, and he's the one that's getting a lot of the media attention. He had two twin boys. And at three years old, his wife decided to transition one of his sons. At three years old, you, you can't even function. You don't know your sexuality at three, much less nine years old which is the right. kid is at now why would you even let a kid pick its sex before it even has the puberty before it even has normal maturation and they're giving kids puberty blockers and they try to say oh well it's it's reversible you know they'll eventually catch up 
that's not the case. Where they're going after our kids because they want to, the future. They want the future to be so screwed up and so confused. They don't even know their own sexuality. And like you look at you look at the gay movement. They'll even say in the eighties and nineties, the amount of people that have transitioned their sex is up nearly like ten thousand mm-hmm. percent. That's not done on accident. This that is all done on purpose through the media, through the music, through every sort of a celebrity, Dwayne Wade. Just all these big time guys are encouraging people to and. And listen, I want people to, if you want to dress weird as a kid, go ahead. You want to wear a weird dress? But to give a kid a puberty blockers or cut off its breasts or, or genitals, that's way too far in my opinion. Yeah. And I talked to Jeff the other day. By the way, I fully support his him in the runoff. He's got my endorsement on that. And Jeff's been on the show. Go back and watch that. Uh, since that blow up at UNT the other day, we've been I've been resharing that episode with Jeff. Uh, powerful story. But I'll tell you, man, it, it, the future ain't bright. Uh, we got to go to break. Hang on. Uh, the headlines, they're getting worse every day. Um, all you got to do is watch this show, and we'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, and there are no solutions right now, folks. Inflation's on the rise. The world is unraveling more and more by the minute. It's anybody's guess what could happen next. Uh, you got to protect your family. What do you do? Um, do what I did. Go to mypatriotsupply.com, get prepared, and do it today. Don't wait for tomorrow's uncertainty. My Patriot Supply is the largest preparedness company in the country. Provides millions of Americans with the survival supplies they need to tackle crisis with confidence. Months of emergency meals can be put right there in your closet. It just it kept for 25 years in the right storage. Water purification products. They got whatever you need to stay secure in the shaky times. Stock up on supplies at MyPatriotSupply.com before the panic sets in. And soon enough, those grocery store shelves are probably going to be empty, but yours won't be. Fast shipping, unmarked boxes, discreet delivery. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. And we'll be right back. Welcome back. All right, folks, every once in a while, the cognitive dissonance of our times ceases for a brief moment to fill us with existential dread and instead tailspins into hilarity. And we have to cling to these moments because they're what gets us through the everyday shit show with our sanity, at least mostly intact. The other day, the artist formerly known as the Love Gov, Andrew Cuomo, gave a speech at a church. Now, I could stop right there and we'd be good to go because that's funny enough. One wonders that he didn't burst immediately into flame, just boom, combust, because He's both an evil dude and because it's a great way to perform an insurance scam. Uh, But why stop the merry-go-round when we're just starting to get dizzy? Brony Soprano here had the amazing temerity to claim that both he and his brother, former news desk paperweight Chris Cuomo, were victims of cancel culture. That's it, cancel culture. Now, if you just threw a couch pillow and knocked your TV off the wall, I want you to take a moment to breathe. Forgive yourself. But if you, like I did, find this absolutely hilarious, then join me in laughing your ass off at the dumbest thing you'll hear all day this guy spent years with a governor's office so full of casting couches you couldn't squeeze in and out of there so to speak and he's got the nerve to go to church get up to the pulpit and claim that he's a victim of cancel culture now you want to know what he cited as proof of this no criminal charges have been filed all the investigations into his behavior have resulted in no charges hmm it's almost as if getting him out of office was the main drive for the people pursuing it and it's almost uh as if powerful people with a lot of money frequently don't end up getting charged criminally for their heinous acts nope i'm wrong it's clearly because he's innocent that's it he's innocent not just innocent he's a victim folks and how dare we participate in the venal sin of helping maintain his cancellation on top of everything else 
Cuomo said that he's still planning to be involved in politics. God isn't finished with me yet, and every day I ask him for his guidance to help me grow and help me learn. I have many opinions in life, and I'm open to all of him, all of them. Yeah, that's that's what he that's what he said. Again, how did this man just not blow up right there on the spot? Just just flames. Now you and I know on the subject of their collective ousters, the brothers Cuomo are so full of crap they got to put vice grips on their butt cheeks. But this dude got applause when he said this stuff. Not much since there were only about a hundred people in attendance, but applause, applause. I'm guessing the low numbers might have something to do with the noticeable shortage of little old church ladies in the great state of New York these days. Wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you, love, Gov? Would you? Uh, you wouldn't, perchance, be the guy who, at the beginning of the pandemic, was handing out free tickets for when the roll was called up yonder. See, that's the thing that really gets my goat about this whole thing. Cuomo is gone from the news cycle. He shouldn't even be relevant anymore, much less reported on. But if we're going to hear about him talking in public, it's worth noting that this non-consensual peccadillos are the least of his bad deeds. This is the dude who was actively killing grandma while squashing his constituents' rights and yelling at them not to kill grandma. Not much question this guy needs to be in church, but you're on the wrong side of the pulpit, son. So just go to hell. Um... I gotta say something. I'm a Cuomo, I'm a Cuomo sexual now because listen, Chris Cuomo is doing the controlled demolition of CNN, taking out Jeff Zucker. So now, even though I, I, I'm Cuomo, even though you killed all those grannies, I'm happy now, yeah, Chris. Chris I hope Cuomo you guys take, bringing them down. Take them down. Take bringing CNN them down. down. Everybody there except Brian Stelter's lawyered up because nobody's screwing Brian Stelter. Oh my God! And Brian Stelter is the biggest joke. Can you believe he's the top broadcaster at CNN? He looks like a white uh, milk dud. He I looks mean, like a thumb. I mean, literally. I mean, and I'm not saying that I'm the most beautiful guy in the world. I'm not even trying to make fun of somebody's look. But Brian Stelter looks like, uh, I mean, the opposite of what you would think when it comes to a lead broadcaster of yeah. the top network. And he is a disinformation info agent, the biggest one that we have going against us. <laughs> There's nobody left at CNN. That's good. I hope that whole place goes out of business. And once they stop playing their network free at the airports, their ratings went all the way downhill. Tanked. So, I mean, CNN sucks. Everybody Tanked. knows that. Uh, talking about sucking. Uh, play. Do we? You know what? Let's wait till the next one to do that. Let's let's first. Let's just play the Kamala Harris clip. I love her so much. Play it. Imagine all the heavy duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. She's so proud of herself. Because we have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been and then to make the possible actually happen. She's so proud of herself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she got there doing on her knees with Willie Brown. Let's not forget that. Let's not and, and let's not forget Kim, Kimla Harris, the three strikes in California, people that are serving life sentences for either third misdemeanor or stealing a piece of pizza, one guy's in jail. So Kimla Harris is inherently evil. And I was talking about this earlier. They'll send her to Poland. They're gonna talk about, oh, they care about that border. They don't care about our border. And it's like Pete Buttigieg. She's talking about zero emissions. They said, Oh, I'm sorry, gas prices are going high. Buy an electric vehicle. Buy a Tesla. That'll fix it. These people are so out of touch. It's yeah, sick. when it comes to Willie. Willie Brown, she was all about his emissions. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, she was all about that. You know what I'm talking about? I can't stand her. I like, I, I just can't stand her. I, I can't stand her speechwriter.
No. Whoever that is. Because, I mean, my God, somebody should be able to write a better speech. Well, she's not even a good orator. Like, no, she's I, terrible. I, she, I mean, I would give her some credit if she was actually good at public speaking. She's not even good at that. And I was talking about this earlier. You need to really look into her sister, Maya Harris, and her connection with the Podesta brothers. So she is the same person who's yelling at Joe Biden talking during the uh, primaries about how bad Joe Biden is. And now she's their best friend. Kamala Harris is, a matter of fact, if, if Joe Biden, if they put him through some humiliation ritual and he has to step down, and if Kamala became president, it would be like a Tyler Perry movie. It'd be like Medea goes to the White House. We'd be even more screwed. So really, we need Sleepy Joe. And I'm telling you, the only person better than Kamala Harris is Sleepy Joe, if you can imagine that. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. Oh, put up the Z-Stack thing. Let's go to a break. Uh, last two years have taught us a bunch of stuff about how you got to take control of your own health. Uh, it's clear you can't just rely on the government or Big Pharma to protect you or your family because they're not going to. Z-Stack, I love them. Z-Stack's a specially formulated immune boost supplement that includes zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D, formulated by Vladimir Zelenko, the world-renowned doctor that President Trump credited with a success successful early treatment protocol and his decision to take hydroxychloroquine. Z-Stack's been scientifically formulated. It's kosher. It's GMP certified. It's produced right here in the USA. It's just one pill is what Chris and I love about it. You don't have to take a handful of pills like eating another meal. Although mask mandates are being lifted and vaccine mandates are no longer enforced in several states, viruses are still out there. And by taking Z-Stack daily, you're supercharging your immune system. Don't wait to get sick. Start doing it right now. It's formulated to help any and all variants as well as the common cold and flu. So I encourage you to start taking it right now. Stay ahead of any potential future variants by preparing your immune system and go about living your life. Z-Stacklife.com slash Chad. Use promo code C-H-A-D. I spell it, Chad. Get a little discount off your first order. Z-Stack.com. Z-Stacklife. Com. Let me get it right. Slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. We'll be right back. Sitting here with Alex Stein. You need to be following him on social media. All kinds of fun, exciting stuff with him. I love the way he trolls these guys. Play the clip, uh, Chris, uh, with uh, Alex and Beto. <laughs> when you met Alex Stuckey, her first things were, she's like, I love you. You're so weird. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and that's the thing is I lean into it. I'm a very weird person. Chad was saying it is the beginning of the show. If you're weird too, everybody's a little weird. Be unapologetically weird. Who yeah. cares, guys? Everybody's so normal. Everybody wants to fit in. Stop trying to fit in. That's the one thing. For me, like Ali said, I am weird and and it's opened so many more doors. Me being as weird exactly. as I can be. That's how and, we should all it, be. While I said he's single, he does have a lot of cats. Yeah, and he's, he, That's not a real eye patch, okay? No. Maybe you're in the eye patch kink. I don't know. We're not going to shame anybody here. Uh, play the Clay Jenkins one. Jenkins one. Tell me about the time you got arrested in college for raiding that panty drawer. <laughs> what is the deal? Remember when you raided that panty drawer in college? We got arrested. You can see he has a wig right here. Raiding the panty drawer? Look, he's too scared to say anything. Guys, this is a coward. Too afraid to say something. He's going to put your kids in masks. What's the deal, though? Remember when you got arrested? Okay, so Clay, we'll look it up. It's Dallas Morning News article. Clay in college broke into some girls' dorm rooms and stole all their underwear. Now, in this day and age, I think that would be considered sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> 
And these are that guys. That's the top politician in Dallas that's County, it. arguably. That's the dude. That's the dude. Well, let that me tell you something. Funny. There's nothing better though, Chad. And I mean, I'll be honest. Like people ask, "Oh, Alex, you're fearless, or whatever." I'm not fearless. There's times I'm nervous. You know, sure. I'm get a little you know anxious before I'm doing this. But guys, these people that are in power, they work for us. We don't work for them. But they give us the impression of the other way around. They give us the impression that we're supposed to follow their rules. We're supposed to do whatever they say, and that's not how it's supposed to work. They're supposed to do what we say, and people that's forget right. that. Well, you wouldn't put up with an employee like this yeah. that belligerent. That's that just absolutely goes against everything you stand for. So why do we do that with these elected officials? Well, it's we, crazy. It's ridiculous. So, oh my gosh. Well, Chris always likes to try to calm me down with a fun TikTok video. <laughs> I don't know where he finds all this crap, uh, and I never, I never see them. I've never, I, I, every time I see them the same time everybody else does. Now let's play it. If you are a man, the greatest gift you can give a woman today on International Women's Day is silence. Okay. I don't want to see a single podcast coming from y'all today. Oh. If your podcast was scheduled to drop today, cancel it. Canceled. Not today. Today's silence. International Women's Day, men, don't speak. Lady, you have no idea how much we want to take you up on that. We yeah. do not want to talk to you. Fact. Yeah, we don't have much to say, really. I mean, I don't have anything to say. I just want to be quiet, sit in peace, and we can go do our little thing for a few minutes, and we'll just sit in peace silently. I, I yeah. can agree with that all day long. Yeah, I, I, uh, well, I'll tell you what we'll give you for International Women's Day instead, which was yesterday, of course. We'll give you a male swimmer uh, who identifies as a girl and Whoa. who is beating everybody's ass in in on, on the collegiate level yeah leah thomas oh and that's another thing is they say the feminization movement is, is women want to work but they actually did a study that women actually like being housewives there's actually a majority some people want yeah. to be housewives they don't want they don't want uh, any girls to think oh i could grow up to marry a guy and have a happy life with kids no they want you to be a either a transgender swimmer or work all day long <laughs> in an office and just be a, a debt slave and and they really want to use that's what they use the materialism they make these girls think oh i gotta have this i gotta have that i gotta drive this car and they put all of our self-worth into inanimate objects and i think women are the biggest victim of that and you can see with this feminization movement or the feminism movement where these girls actually have the audacity to tell us men we shouldn't talk guys come on let's become friends let's go on a date let's not hate each other anymore yeah, exactly exactly stop all this nonsense let's just get it on 100 um, percent. <laughs> let's let's get it on the old-fashioned way like adam did with eve yeah. um the and you know what else too i i've said forever like back in the 40s you know the manufacturers and the advertisers got together they came up with the barbie doll barbie's got to accessorize everything in her life she's got to have the perfect boyfriend she's got to have the house the corvette all the stuff and and so you know they learned Rosie the Riveter, you know, they, they learned that if you got a household with two incomes, guess what? They get to tax you more. Mm -hmm. They get to tax you more. So you're actually a slave for the government going out there and getting. So they create this lifestyle idea that you got to make more money to afford all this crap so you can pay the government government more in taxes uh, rather than just living with some form of simplicity. Like that idea is just taboo. And they, they've just totally mind washed us uh, in, into thinking that, hey, maybe maybe a, a single income where you raise these well-balanced kids and, you know, there's a good family unit. And we're all victims of this. I mean, we're all guilty. In, in, we're guilty and victims of this whole thing. Well, let me get even conspiratorial. I believe they're really trying to denuclearize the family. And they even talk about a Black Lives Matter. They basically want to make life so bad so these kids will actually want to plug into the metaverse. 
metaverse. Right now, they're 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 working yeah. on virtual reality gloves or that where you can touch something. It's almost they're going to create technology where you can actually have sex in the metaverse, and it's unrecognizable to a real life sex. Is that this is what they're saying? So my my guess is they're trying to make life so bad, so much hell on earth, so people will run to the metaverse, literally like the Matrix. People will be living in pods with things connected to their genitals, so they can go poop and pee, so they can live and they want the world to be so bad on the outside that people run to the vanilla sky fake world where you can be thin, you can be happy, you can be whatever you want. And so it's all a master plan to really take away our autonomy, take away our freedom. And it's like a transhumanist agenda. I mean, there's a lot to unpack with what I just said, but guys, there's no accident with the control that this social media have with TikTok. This is just grooming us into this digital universe. That's our fake profile. That's your best version of yourself. That's what's going to happen in the very near future. You're going to have your best version in the metaverse. There it is. Alex Stein. Y'all hang on. We'll be right back. I think on the last week of this month, it's like somewhere around the 25th, maybe we're going to be doing the overtime. The overtime is going to be, uh, 18th. is it 18th? Is that when we're going to do it? I'm not sure. It's going, but it's going to drop in the next week or two. Uh, so make sure you've got your subscription to Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code MoreChad. Or you can go to chadnude.com. Same thing. Alex Stein, thanks for being on. We love you guys. God bless you. Tomorrow's off the rails. It's Thursday. We'll see you then. Bye.